Peer-to-peer payments may be new to some people, but it's a payment option that has a bright future. John Dunn, Vice President of Products with IR, joins us to talk about it. John, what's the current status of peer-to-peer payments? Peer-to-peer payments is one of the key elements of next-generation payment platforms. And it's it's typically bundled up with real-time payments as a as a prerequisite for, for peer-to-peer. And we're seeing different stages of deploy of evolution of rolling out this kind of technology. And while some institutions are able to do things um, through through mobile apps that they've written themselves in, in different geographies, there's certainly a, a big push towards real-time payments and, and peer-to-peer payments um, in, in fast-moving payments markets. It may sound like an oxymoron, but uh, certainly Australia has their NPP with delivery dates in 2017, where real-time payments and peer-to-peer are part of the, the definition of that framework. As this evolves, and, and it's, you know, it seems to be doing so rapidly, what is the motivating factor? What's, what's the push behind it? Well, I think when it comes to peer-to-peer payments, there is a, the ability for people to transfer money between themselves right here, right now, is a demand that is coming from the consumer base. And it really hit home for me um, a couple of weeks ago when I went out to dinner with a few friends. And, uh, you know, I was there with my lovely lady and uh, a friend and his brother. And it's very interesting when you're sitting down for dinner and there's there's four of you for dinner and they sort of split the check two ways. And, you know, I'm happy to pay for, for my lady, but, you know, these guys, they can fight it out themselves. And it was really interesting when they sit there and, and look at their half of the check and then they're trying to decide, you know, who had the the odd number of beers compared to the other person and in the end one of them has to pay for it and the other one pulls out his phone and, and does a banking transfer that will be processed um, o- o- overnight the next day. And then I was just laughing hysterically because we then proceeded to hop from bar to bar and every bar we went to these brothers had to figure out who was going to buy the tab and carry the carry the difference from bar to bar to work out an overall number to transfer because neither of them had a stitch of cash on them and so it was just a hilarious moment of being in a situation where the the restaurant or the bar was not willing or able to to split the checks and people there um, are quite happy to transfer the money but they don't want to forget about it they don't want to have to remember how much it was they just like to take care of this and do it now it was uh, very very interesting as uh, the the night progressed the last place that we stopped at we had a a number of people dropped in and, and joined us for one or two drinks and then they left and so we probably had 10 different people there over the period of two hours, um, but no more than six at a time. And at the end, the bar staff had no idea who had bought what and just presented us with a, with a, with a single check for, for our table of four people as it was at the end. Yet there were, there were 10 contributors. And it would have been great to uh, even be able to communicate with the people that were there when the check came and send them a message to say, okay, um, you know, Send send me ten dollars for your for your drinks now. We're taking care of the tab. 
and that would be real time immediate credit a uh, uh, payment received and that's what we're that's what we're talking about here and and that is what we're talking about the the concept of having to you know front your friends all the time for things and and things getting lost you know it can lead to a lot of awkward situations between between people when you're out having a good time and and suddenly um, you don't want those issues to to get up and and you know affect the evening and most of the time you're not talking about a lot of money and people are more than happy to do it there's just no ability to to do that quickly to the people that you're with or the people that you have been with who are some of the potential major players or current major players in this ecosystem at, at the moment it's really confined to either an individual banking system for example um, you might be talking about an individual bank may have some capability to do this and under the covers it is batch processing overnight and the bank will be self-insuring for the risk of, of doing the, uh, the funds transfer immediately. Um, you see that in different geographies, but in uh, a lot of jurisdictions now, there's becoming a legal requirement that real-time payments have to actually be real-time payments and not perceived real-time payments with a, with a batch running overnight. That's definitely the case in, in some of the emerging markets of, of Australia and the UK where, where real-time payments and, and peer-to-peer capabilities are meant to be coming online in the next two to three years. That's all the time we have for today. Join us next time when we discuss the major players in mobile payments and what the future holds in that arena. For more podcasts, log on to IR.com. <laughs>